Hey, it's Alan Berg. Are you coming to Wedding MBA this year? Well, I'll be there again. I haven't missed one since the first one in 2007. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you want to save $20 off the current ticket price and they get higher as you get closer, go to WeddingMBA.com. Use the promo code Alan, A-L-A-N. WeddingMBA.com, promo code Alan, save $20. I look forward to seeing you there. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something called Ask Me Anything. That's right. You submit your questions and they could become an entire episode or something that I answer at the end of an episode. To submit your questions, look for the red button at podcast.allenberg.com. That's right, podcast.allenberg.com. Click on the red button, submit your question, and maybe you'll hear it here on the podcast. Thanks. Are you working lists and cold leads? Listen to this episode for some ideas. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg. I'm a speaker author, sales trainer, website reviewer, and I help businesses like yours sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. This was another listener suggestion, this time from Meg in Las Vegas, who asked me if I would do an episode on cold leads. Now, I believe what they meant was not uh, cold like They've ghosted you cold because I've spoken about that a lot and I've written books about that. Why are they ghosting me? That's one of my books. But in terms of uh, like a a wedding show leads, or if you're recommended by another provider, a venue or somebody who gives you leads of people that have booked them, uh, you know, that could be another way to do this. So let's differentiate the different types first. And uh, and then we can get into a little bit of how to how to respond to these. So a cold lead, a truly cold lead, would be you bought a list or got a list somewhere. They don't know that you exist, uh, or or barely know that that you might exist. And you're just going to take this list and you're going to work this list and try to you know get people to be interested in doing business with you. Uh, a wedding show list could be that. Although if you listen to the episode I did quite a while ago on the six steps to wedding show success, you'll see that you know if they knew that you were an exhibitor at that particular expo, that's not as cold, right? That's not the same as someone who stopped by your booth, had a conversation with them, you're following up because that's not cold. But it could be you know, a list of people that walk through the door and maybe they stopped by your booth, maybe they didn't, who knows, right? Uh, and same thing if someone booked a uh, a venue, let's say, and you're on a list and they give you a list of the people that have booked them, do they know that you exist? Did they pay attention to the list of the preferred vendors that they have, to, who they refer? Uh, maybe they have to use you or one of the other ones in your category, or maybe you're just referred by them. Uh, did they give you an endorsement, right? We don't know any of that stuff. So it could kind of be cold that way. So what is your goal? Your goal is to get them to A, know you exist because it is the four steps to more sales, get their attention, right? Then you get an inquiry, then you have a conversation, then you make the sale. So the first is to get them to know that you exist. So don't try to do too much in your first exposure with them. Your first exposure, whether it's an email, whether it's a phone call, uh, whether it's a direct mail piece, is to get their attention, to get them to want to take the next step. 
you've heard me say this time and time again, that we're not trying to rush the process here. So please don't try to rush the process. We're trying to get them to the next step. So if you're mailing uh, email something, or if even if you're doing a direct mail something, your goal is to get them to take the next step, which would then be going to a particular website, uh, sending you an email, calling you, um, uh, scanning a QR code to take you to do one of those pages, whatever. It's action. You're trying to get them to take an action. So make it simple, clear, and give them why they're taking that action. So you don't want them to think that now I'm going to talk to a salesperson because they don't want to talk to a salesperson. They want results and they want you want them to feel like you can provide them with great results for your particular product or service. That's your goal. You're not trying to get them to the sale. You're not, you don't go from, oh, I got your email. Now I want to buy from you. Could that occasionally happen? Yeah, but they probably have to have some prior exposure with you or you're selling a product or something that doesn't require more than, yes, I want this and I want to, you know, I need this many or whatever it is. More likely than not, it's they're going to want to find out more. And this is kind of like an elevator pitch. I, I know I've spoken about this as well, but an elevator pitch is not 30 seconds. An elevator pitch is five seconds, seven seconds, eight seconds to get someone to want to know more. You want them to, as a friend, speaker friend of mine, Brian Walter says, you want them to kind of do that Scooby-Doo, <laughs> right? That's what you're looking for is tell me more. So that first thing you send them, email, postcard, phone call, is to get them to say, tell me more about this. So give them why. So if it's an email, if it's a, a postcard, or I say postcard, because when you mail, I prefer postcards, even if they're big postcards, to uh, envelope stuff because they can get to the message immediately without having to open it. They, they have to actually have to look at it before deciding whether to keep it or throw it in the recycle bin, right? So an email, subject line matters who it's coming from matters. So preferably not from info at, all right? Preferably from a person or weddings at or something, if it's a wedding or quinces or mitzvahs or whatever. Subject line matters hugely. I, I'm doing so much secret shopping these days. Uh, this is coming out right around Wedding MBA, maybe a little before, a little after, I forget. And I do, I'm doing a presentation there on my experience from secret shopping. And there are so many bad, bad subject lines. It's, you know, when we scan through the messages in our inboxes, we look at the subject line and who sent it. And with the bad subject line, they're going to skip you and go to somebody that has a better subject line. So pay attention to that. Uh, if you have a very long subject line, it might be getting cut off. You might think this is a great subject line, but they're only seeing half of it because it's getting cut off. Uh, putting their name in the subject line will make them notice it more as well. Is the message getting read at all? Or is there so much in there that they can't even focus on it? It's it's longer than one screen. It's big blocks of text, right? Uh, if you're sending them images and things, whether they're in the message or whether it's a video or whatever, have you looked at it on a phone? I mean, you might design it on a laptop or a desktop, but if they look, have you looked at it on a phone? And does that video now this little tiny video? And will they turn it landscape to see it bigger? And is it even good enough there, or does it need to be bigger because they can't make out the detail? So put yourself in their shoes a little bit and, and think, is there one goal of this piece? And is it clear that they're supposed to click this button to go to this website, to get pricing, to get check availability, to do whatever it is? And then when they get there, does it give them mono-focused? Uh, I've said this on the, the uh, show that I did about uh, wedding expos. Don't send them to your homepage. 
Create a landing page on your website can be a hidden page that they have to have the link to get there where it speaks specifically about that same message. So like when I do Wedding MBA or Cater Source or one of those big, big shows, I have a landing page and I offer people my slides if they'll go to that show. So uh, go to that page. So they have to go to that page and on that page, they can click right away and get the, get the slides for free just because I offered that. There's a contact form on that page and there's info about my books on that page and my podcast and things, all the other things that I want them to do. And the hook is, hey, you can have this. So what do your customers want? right? They want pricing, they want packages, they want more information. Are you giving them a why when they get there? Or is it just a list of services, uh, maybe even a list of prices and things? And now, yes, they have that stuff, but are they going to contact you? Or are they going to move on to the next one? So let's think again about uh, what am I doing with this cold lead? The purpose of my postcard in the mail, the purpose of my email is to get them to want to find out more about how we, specifically we, can give them the results that they want for their event, wedding, say mitzvah, fundraiser, school event, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever you're sending out about. Right? For me, when I do prospecting, and I don't do a lot of prospecting these days because 2019, I did a little too much, actually probably 2018, filled my calendar too much, uh, kind of like your 2022 and ended up being away 178 nights that year literally almost half the year. And it's like, I don't want to do that again. So I balance it. I don't do a lot of prospecting. I do respond to leads and I do follow up on leads. I actually just did that uh, yesterday with a bunch of them. And I had somebody come back and said, I love how you keep following up. I love how you send me the short message with the one question, just like I teach. I, I do practice what I preach, but I don't do a lot of prospecting. But when I do, and when I have in the past, I love taking a smaller subset and doing a combination of direct mail and email, because direct mail is hard to ignore, right? Not everybody goes to their mailbox every day, which I didn't understand that because we do in our house, but we're also not the demographic of a couple getting married. But I know that uh, you know my sons who are in that demographic, they go to the mailbox, maybe not every day, but they're going to go. When you go, how many pieces are in there for your wedding or for your corporate event or whatever it is? Probably none, probably just the one. You can get this exclusive attention with great imagery and great messaging and then good calls to action. And that's the key is visually, is it getting their attention first? Because we're humans, we're visual. Then is the messaging clear and concise or are you, are you just loading it with too much? And then there are, are there calls to action that are telling them why they're taking the action, not just what the action is you want them to take, right? Call or contact us today is a call to action. To check availability, to get a price quote, or to speak to one of our wedding specialists, call, email, or contact us today. That is a specific call to action. That's going to get you more than the other will because why am I contacting you, right? They have to guess what it is. This way you're being specific. So dealing with cold leads, Meg, I know you asked about this. It requires you to think about what you want them to do, what the action you want them to take, being clear about that action, being mono-messaged on the piece. So if you are, let's say, an entertainment company and you do DJ, photo booth, and lighting, and all kinds of other stuff, maybe you should be talking about the thing that would be booked first, which would be entertainment. Talk about that first. And then you can mention you do the other stuff, but I would really go after that get the inquiry, 
And then you can tell them about the other stuff. And then you might want to do separate mailings for lighting or for photo booth if you do them, if they don't book you for DJ as well. Um, and, and same thing for any of you that has multiple things you do. If you're a dress shop and you also have bridesmaids and you also have tuxedos and things like that and suits, you might want to go after the thing that gets booked first. And then you could do separate mailings later for those other things so that you're not trying to dump everything all at once. You're trying to go mono-focused on it because the clearer the message, the more simplified the message, the more clear the call to action and why they're doing it, not just what, and why they should choose you, not just what you do, you're going to get a better response on that. And then you're going to just have to do it multiple times. Not everybody's going to respond to the first one. Not everybody's going to respond to the second one or the third or the fourth or the fifth. And you'll hear me say this just time and time again. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. So follow up again, follow up again, follow up again, try different messages, try different subject lines, test different messages and subject lines, different visuals inside. Don't put these great graphics inside there without testing it on your phone to see what it looks like because it just may not look the same, may not have that same impact, right? And look on different phones, different devices, different email programs. I have a Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook on my phone, and I'll open up the same email in all three of those programs to see, because some of them show more of the subject line, some show less, and things like that. So Meg, thanks for the suggestion. Keep it mono-focused. Keep the subject line great, the imaging great if you're doing a postcard, great images of real people, great looks on their faces, they're having a great time at the event, whatever it is that you're trying to sell there. And you know, just do it more because most of your competitors aren't. Hope that helps. Thanks. Keep the suggestions coming. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. You can find full transcripts on my website at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a new episode or even a guest, please let me know at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me come and speak to your association or a conference or do sales training in person or remotely for your team, whether you're a team of one or a team of a hundred, please let me know again, alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. Thanks for listening.